Cool. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Supreme Being Podcast. For those of you joining me live, welcome. Um, we are going to have a very, very powerful episode today. As always, I first want to thank everybody for the support. We, we are growing. We're getting more and more followers. I know that uh, the podcast itself is getting somewhere between uh, just on Podomatic, two and 350 downloads every single day. So let's get started. To begin with, the podcast is sponsored by uh, Team BC, my real estate team. If you need anything, be sure to reach out to us. Um, also, Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program for anybody and everybody. It's on my website, briancasella.com. Let's begin. Now, in this podcast episode, there was a few things that I wanted to cover. In particular, um, there's a subject that always comes to my mind. And, you know, when I look at my life, I'm a great example of doing this correctly. And it's one of those things that I didn't know another way. I did it correctly. Not knowing it, yet I felt it was like my duty and that was the only way to do things, okay? And it led to me... Um, being very successful and whatever you can say field that I came into, I dominated very quickly. Okay. So let's get started. What I mean is something that we're all aware of and we've heard before. Probably you're just not putting as much attention on it as you should. If I was to ask you as a listener to my podcast, how great of a student are you? Now I don't just mean in one category. I mean, in life and everything that you do, if you're a gymnast, if you're a boxer, if you're a basketball player, if you are a salesperson, if you are a pickup artist, if you are an actor, if you are a musician, if you're a bus driver, if you're a janitor, okay, doesn't matter. This applies to everything. How great of a student are you? I want you to think about that for a second because when we begin to take stock of what we've actually done, we realize that we're not as great as students as we think we are, right? And when we look at certain individuals who have achieved a very, very, very high level, it, begin, it begins to become very clear as to why they've gotten there. Now I'm going to give you some examples of, of myself and what I've done throughout my journey in different areas. Uh, recently, a couple years ago, way in the past, just so you guys can get a reference. And I want you to think of this from the perspective of, of this. And I recently, and for the last couple of years, have always gotten people reaching out to me saying, man, you know, I'm going to get started in real estate. I'm going to do sales. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm dedicated. I'm going to be number one. I'm going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. The story goes. I mean, I get those messages every day now, probably close to, I want to say 10 to a dozen a day between Facebook and Instagram, if not more. And that's just those two. That's not counting emails and, and Snapchats and and people calling my old phone number and all that, right? But when I look at the dedication of these people, it's very clear as to why they'll, they'll never make it. And here's why. When, when you go approach any person, right? Let's look at a Michael Jordan. Let's look at a top person in any field. And you say, man, how have you dedicated yourself to what you do? Not only is there a tremendous amount of action daily, you can say that their life revolves around these things, okay? What I mean by that is it has priority. It's number one. It is their obsession or like that, uh, 
that one guy on YouTube, what's his name? C.T. Fletcher, he calls it his magnificent obsession, right? I remember watching the video of him doing bicep curls and shout out to him, right? I know he's going through uh, health problems. I don't really watch him, but I saw a couple things. And more than anything, when I saw that video, I said, man, this is a guy who's on the same wavelength as me as far as his dedication as a student to the art of bodybuilding for him. Most people call it crazy. I understand it and say that's one of my brothers right there because we, we think alike. We'll kill ourselves in order to get what we want. We are obsessed with it. We, we will not stop until we are number one. So you start taking account and stock of what these people are doing. Tremendous amount of action, right? Investment in themselves is through the roof, whether it's with coaches, trainers. And by the way, and this is something a lot of people don't know, when we start looking at top people in fields, the, the top of the top, the cream of the crop, they all have multiple coaches, they're in multiple programs, masterminds, groups, and all this stuff. Yet at the same time, I see, and, and other people can attest to this, we see people come into the entrepreneur world or, or pickup or real estate or whatever it is, and there's this almost entitlement or expectation that everything is for free, I don't have to do shit, I can just study some videos, listen to one or two podcasts, and I'm good. And that's incorrect. The world, as more individuals come into it, it becomes more and more competitive. And you have to become better and better. So as time goes on, it's actually getting, quote, more difficult for people to rise to the top, meaning you have to step your game up. Being good 30, 40 years ago probably could have made you go very, very far. Now you have to be phenomenal to go to the same level that good would have taken you 20, 30 years ago. That's the way life is. It's a constant progression. We progress as a species as well. And this is something you have to look at. So with that said, would it not be also fair to say that in these uh, fields that we're in and what we're doing, advancement as well is going to be faster. It's going to be better progression. People are going to be better. The competition is going to go up. Therefore, you as the individual and whatever it is that you're doing have to be that much better. So now the knowledge being passed from the top down, number one, people really don't care or take it as seriously as they should because if I ask every single person who's listening to this, how many hours a day can you say that you actually read or, or, or actually actually consume some sort of educational material and not just purely for entertainment? Because I know people who listen to podcasts, watch videos and reads, and they haven't done shit with their lives. It's pathetic. I'm talking knowledge that you actually apply, not just, oh, well, you use it as like some little measuring stick. Oh, well, I listen to 50 hours of podcasts a week and I, and I read one book a week. I'm the shit. Okay, what have you achieved with that? Nothing? Okay, then that's pathetic. You're wasting your time. It, it, it's literally going that way. And, I, and we see it. Oh, I've read blah, blah, blah. I haven't seen it on people's fucking profiles on social media. Oh, I, I read one book a day. Okay, what have you achieved? No one cares. Show us results. So now as this knowledge is being passed down, right, it is our duty as teachers and mentors to give it to the right people, not just anybody. You think the people, the old school worlds of the knights, of the ninjas, of the samurais, of, of the top monks and everything else, you think they just freely gave information to everybody? Especially when it came to somebody dedicating themselves to that field or art form, whatever it is, martial arts, any of those things. No, only the chosen individuals were given the highest level of knowledge. They may have made a basic outline of their philosophy and given it to the world, sure, but only their closest students got, got the real golden nuggets and the best information. And we have to know this. We have to know this because now when you approach a new field, you approach it from the right perspective. I remember when I got into real estate, 
for example, right? If we backtrack a couple of years, I didn't, I didn't have a fucking penny to my name. And I said, I need to figure this shit out. I need to learn from the best. I had been watching videos, taking notes, of course, which I recommend everybody does. You have to study. You have to prepare yourself even before. And I remember doing it and saying, man, you know, the coaching, uh, Mike Ferry at the time, you know, I went to his first uh, or my first, I can say superstar retreat that he does in Vegas. And um, I remember showing up and the event was a couple hundred bucks, right? I put it on a credit card and there they offer you the coaching. That's the first time I learned about the one-on-one real estate coaching. And I looked and I was like, man, it's a thousand dollars a month. And immediately my mind was like, shit, like you don't have any money. But in my mind, I was like, you know what? I, I'm, I want this so bad. I'm just going to put it on the credit card. Like I know, and I trust and believe in myself that whatever that dude tells me to do, I'm going to do 10 times what he tells me to do. And I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to make this shit happen. Like I will make this shit happen no matter what. I would rather die on my road to achieve this than pull back right now and not commit and go all in. And you've seen this, right? Uh, shout out to my brother and one of my mentors, Arash. We're business partners now and pretty good, pretty fucking good friends, I would say. Love the guy to death. How did I meet him? By going to one of his events. I watched a couple of his videos online. I said, gotta meet this dude. I can learn a lot from him. He's gonna teach me a lot. Boom, sign up to an event, go, boom. Fast forward, ask him. He saw me rise through the ranks. He knew I was gonna do well because of my dedication to what he was teaching, going to the events, learning from him, being the first one to show up, last one to leave, and all that shit. And these aren't, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, these aren't special fucking gifts. This is me controlling what I can control. So then we look at like Anthony Robbins and me going to Unleash the Power Within, reading all the books, and everything else I've dedicated myself to. Let's look now recently, boxing. Right? I'm not boxing every single day. I'm not going to be a prize fighter, but I'm dedicating myself. Today was the second time already. The first time I actually did throw up during a workout, but this time I pushed myself so hard again, right? And this is a repetitive thing. I literally almost threw up. I said, dude, if that round would have been five seconds longer, I would have thrown up. And there's no other person there working out with me most days unless I'm sparring. So this is me pushing myself to my limit, being the best student. Ask him, ask my trainer, ask anybody who I've studied under, would you consider him a top student? And I guarantee you, unanimously, they're all gonna say yes. Because when it came time to, to listen, I listened intently and took notes. When it came time to sign up for a fucking event or a product, I was the first one to pay. Oh, does the event have VIP? Boom, I was the first one. Every single time. This goes back to the old saying, how you do anything is how you do everything. Of course, it's applicable. So now when I take stock of myself as a student, I can fucking hold that number one trophy and say, I'm the best motherfucker here for sure. Ask all my basketball coaches what it was like to coach me and how much I dedicated myself before and after the practice, how much I spent time with them watching tape and saying, okay, let's get this better. Unanimously, I would say you can call them now, even if I haven't talked to them in decades, they'll remember me for sure. Oh, Brian, shit. I guarantee you they would say I'm number one. And if not, maybe there's one other guy because maybe two or three generations have passed, maybe one guy who would probably be on the same level as me. So now, now when I speak to you from this perspective, being more on the other side of having success, right? And I'm nowhere near where I want to be. I'm just getting started. And I've been saying that for a long time and people still don't believe me, but they see all the progress and the, and the leaps and bounds I'm making in progress and, and wealth and connections and business partners and all that. Um, I knew this was going to happen. So now when I pass down this information, right, I'm a credible source for this because I'm a living 
demonstration of that belief and that philosophy, which is where a lot of people fuck up. A lot of people read and then just spit it out, which is cool if you say, hey, I just read this book. I have not applied it. Let me tell you what I learned. That's one thing. And when I'm not an expert on a subject, I will freely say that because that's the right way to do it. We have too many people teaching not from experience, just reading. Okay. I can tell you there's a ton of people out there who have read a bunch of sales books and, and this and that. And if you just have a casual conversation with them, they can spit off fact, 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 fact. But when I say, okay, sell that thing to her, they freeze up because they don't know what the fuck they're doing because they have no experiential knowledge. What, what does that go back to? Them being a student, they're a half-assed student. They just want to walk around again with that little ego trophy. Oh, I read so many books. I know so much. Who cares? What can you put into fucking practice? What can you actually do? What are the results that you can get? If I tell you, man, this is, this is the, the three-step process to manifest the life of your dreams and my life isn't super badass, then why am I even teaching it? Case in point, what was the first thing, for those of you who have been following me for years, what's the first thing that I did when I started selling? Door knocking. And before, before I made that product, I, I, I truly wish I would go back and maybe I'll do this one day and post it on social media and count how many contacts I had made, how many transactions, um, how many doors I had knocked on, right? How many times I got told, fuck you, no, this and that, how many numbers I accumulated. I'd be interested. I need to go look back because I've tracked my numbers through most of my career, virtually all of it. And then give you that number before I release that product so people could see like, wow, this guy put in his fucking work. Like this guy has to know his shit. That's why when it came to even early on in my career, handling objections and all this stuff in sales and real estate, people were like, whoa, dude, like how, how are you able to be so smooth speaking to people and interacting with them and persuading and, and selling and you're still pretty fucking new a year in, two years in? I said, because I dedicate myself as a student. When I would tell people, hey, you guys got to get on your asses, uh, on your scripts, on the dialogues or your conversational pieces that you tell your, your, your customers or when you go out and talk to people, it needs to be razor sharp. You need to have it memorized and rehearsed and have 50 different answers for every objection. I was doing that two hours a day. That's practice two hours a day. Like Alan Iverson said, we're talking about practice, man. Practice? Yes, Alan, we're talking about practice, which in whatever field you're doing, if you're not practicing a lot and at, a highest, uh, at the highest level, get out of here. So now when somebody comes to me and says, man, I've been in business a year. I feel like you did more than me in a year. And I say, okay, give me your stats. What was your action like? And then, oh, I role played uh, three days a week, 20 minutes a day. I'm like, dude, I role played five, six days a week, two hours a day. Now let's add the compound effect of that over a fucking year. It's no wonder the gap between us is like this. Oh man, but there's people who would tell me, oh man, it takes me, you know, hundred conversations to get a deal. I said, it took me more than that when I was new. You know what the difference is? Is I did so many fucking conversations every single day that it didn't matter because of my sheer numbers and effort and consistency, I was able to get more deals than them, even though technically they might've started and been better than me. And those same people are out of the business. And I'm like, dude, if you really look at the numbers in the beginning, you were better than me out of the gate. And I still am here doing better. Why? Because I'm a student. So, where are you at as a student? If you're somebody who studies me, uh, Anthony Robbins, or so-and-so, and you've never even picked up their material, 
ever bought a product or invested in something that supports them, that's pretty sad. If your goal and your commitment per your words is that you want to be number one, because this is the way it goes. Let's say I want to be a golfer and I have the best golfer in the world in front of me and I really want to be number one. I'm going to say, dude, what is it going to take? Oh, well, you have to learn from me every day, one-on-one -on -one for a year. Boom. How much? Okay. And I have that money. I'm going to get the money. Can I do payments with you? I'm going to figure out a way to do it. What does that require? Number one, that I'm a man of my word. Number two, that I actually want what I'm going to say. Stop. This has to stop. People proclaiming, oh, I'm going to be number one. I'm going to do this. I'll see you at the top if you're not willing to do what I just said. You know why? Because then you're being incongruent. This is an old ninja teaching, right? The three things have to align for congruency. If you don't know what congruency is, listen. You have thoughts, you have words, and then ninja says deeds. Could be action, right? You can replace deeds with action if that word is unfamiliar to you. Thoughts, words, deeds. When all three of those are in alignment, you're good. Thought. Okay, let me tell you how this is off. Thought, I wanna be number one. Words, hey guys, I'm gonna be number one. Action, they don't do shit. Incongruent. Your thoughts and your words are saying one thing, your actions, your deeds are another. You're off. This is another one that a lot of people, especially in sales, are doing incorrectly. Their deed is, I'm making the calls, I'm, I'm talking to people, I'm going door to door, I'm doing my thing. Their words maybe aren't perfect, but they're okay, right? But then what's their thought? Oh, this shit's never gonna work. Oh my God, uh, can I handle rejection anymore? I'm gonna be broke, I can't pay my bills. Eh, you're wrong. Your deeds are good, your words you can say are good, but your thoughts are off, you're incongruent, you're not gonna make it. And now that topic, thoughts, deeds, uh, actions, sorry, thoughts, words, deeds, I'll save for another podcast. I just wanted to bring it in because this is relevant to what I'm speaking about briefly. Okay. So as a student, it is time for every single person and even myself, even though I consider myself the top to continuously step our game up as students, not just, I'm going to listen to more podcasts and do this shit, actually apply what's being taught. You message me and this is a lot of people, man, I want to be number one that I say, okay, are you on my modern success program? No, then you're full of shit. You're full of shit. You want to learn everything that I know it's gonna take you a long ass time, but that would be the first step if you're really dedicated. Now, if you're not and you just wanna be okay, cool, then watch my free shit. I have hundreds of videos on Facebook. I have over a thousand videos now on YouTube. Shit, I do this podcast twice a week. There's plenty of free content for you. Go for it. Don't message me or another person that you like and tell them you wanna be number one if you're not ready to do the golf example that I just gave you or to really dedicate yourself as a student. I got into real estate and said, I wanna be good. I wanna have phenomenal sales skills. I had to put that $1,000 payment on a credit card and I started making sales. I wasn't a fucking rock star my first year or two, but I made shit happen because of my dedication to it and my thoughts, my words, and my deeds were all in alignment and I was congruent. I wasn't strutting around the office saying, hey, bitches, I'm number one, and then showing up to work late and not doing anything. I was reading fucking books. You remember, if you remember the videos I would post before of my daily schedule, my ass was up at 5, 5.30, going to the gym every fucking day, reading 45 minutes or an hour in the morning, another 45 minutes or hour at night. I was reading minimum one book a week, listening to tapes, going to events, going to seminars. Shit, a lot of the money that I was making, I was investing into my education and my self-investment. A lot of the top people that I study, I spent tens of thousands of dollars on them. Tens of thousands, not, oh, I spent 500 bucks with this guy. Oh, I, I, I paid this. I paid upwards of $10,000 to go to a one-day event. 
I think last year uh, I tallied it up. I spent well over six figures on self-education, investments, seminars, uh, books, that kind of stuff. So if I ask somebody, hey, did you buy the $100 product? I'm not somebody who hasn't spent a penny asking somebody to do that, right? Here's a fun fact for you. Tony Robbins, Anthony Robbins. His one-on-one -on -one with him for one day, which I think is a couple hours, like five, six hours, maybe even less. He charges $1 million for a one-on-one. -on -one. And there's a two-year-long wait list. And I heard that two or three years ago now. $1 million for a one-on-one, -on -one, and there's a two-year wait list. That means there's a two-year wait list of people willing to pay that man a million dollars for a one-on-one. -on -one. And us as consumers at times, we're like, man, I don't know. I don't want to spend 50 bucks on this product. That's a lot of money. Are you kidding me? I want to be on that level. I want to be able to say, man, you know what, Tony? Put me on the fucking list in two years. Here's your million deposited in your account whenever you're ready. That's where I'm going. Where is everybody else going? That, that, that's the thought wave that I want to be on. You know why? Because that's where all the movers and shakers are. That's where all the real players, hustlers, and businessmen and the top people and the elite people are. That's where I want to go. So again, thought, word, and now the action. So everything I'm doing now in my life is to get to that level. Right? Look at the new company that I joined, EXP. Oh man, I'm telling everybody about it. I'm getting messages all the time. I'm signing up people like crazy because I'm, I am a great student. I've went, I've learned, I've done my research. Now I'm gonna apply. And watch me rise up in the ranks in that company. Watch. Right? A modern success program. About a month ago, maybe a little bit more, I buckled down and said, I'm gonna blow this shit up. I've almost doubled the membership of it in 45, 60 days. From it was about 70 to about, we have like 120 now. And we're growing. So for those of you who are on the Instagram live and you want to join Modern Success, you go to briancasella.com and you go to the coaching tab and no matter who you are or where you're from, it'll change your life for sure. So my thought was grow Modern Success. My words were, I'm going to grow it. I'm going to blow the shit up. I'm going to have 300 people minimum by the end of the year. And now what am I doing? My deeds are, I'm growing it. Same thing with my real estate team. Kicking ass. Wrote up two offers in the last day. About to write up a third. So as a student, where are you at? You have to take, take account for what you're doing. Self-accountability, not you need somebody else to tell you or me, right? This is a great wake-up call. The content I put out, of course, is to help you. That's why I continue to do it, much of it for free. Yet it would be a regrettable waste if many of you who listen to this podcast, and I know there's thousands of you who listen to this because of the downloads that I see and the rankings. We have to now... We have to now apply at a higher level. If you're applying at, and, and be real with yourself, if 10 is the best you could apply and you're at five, okay, then let's work in the next week to get you at least to five and a half or six. And let's get you as close to 10 as possible. This isn't, I have to uh, go from being a white belt in karate to a black belt in a week. That's not going to happen. But you, should, you bring your ass, your white belt ass every single day and you go. I sell vacation packages. How can Modern Success help me? I will be able to take your sales skills through the roof, Luis, and you'll make more, more money. That's how Modern Success is going to help you. <clears throat> so the white belt, you show every day. With me with boxing, I never put on a pair of gloves in my life, and I'm dedicating my shit every day. I, I was getting frustrated, like, fuck this. I'm a world-class basketball player doing boxing now, and I suck. This is a new sport. I'm already 32 fucking years old. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. Now I feel great. 
Now I feel great. Now I have other challenges that I go over, but I still show my ass up every day. I've already gotten in the ring and sparred with people who have years of experience. And you think they're fucking taking it easy on me? Oh, it's okay. You think they're patting me on the fucking back? No. But I said, I'm going to get good at this shit and I'm doing it. Again, thoughts, words, deeds. Look over the last couple of years what I've said on YouTube and social media and what I would be doing. And look now. And you would nod your head and say, yeah, everything he said he was going to do, he's doing. Okay, cool. For those who have been around, look at myself as a student. The people who you once saw me proclaim that I still do as mentors and friends that I was studying under are now my colleagues because of how good of a student I was. And that's a hint for a lot of you. You want to get close to people who mentor you. Buy all their shit, go to all their seminars, and one day they'll be possibly sitting next to you. Kevin on my team. He bought a bunch of my shit. Every time I went to go speak or had a seminar, he showed up and he paid. And look, now he's on my team. Even though, and he knows, I've said this to him, people who applied for my team on paper look better than him. But his thoughts, words, and, and, and deeds lined up the best and most congruently and I added him on the team. And look, he's a changed man in about six months. Completely different person, doing well, making money. Boom, there you go. So now that's a student who now has become a friend. Still my student, but a friend now who hangs out with me and spends time with me. I've been able to get close to all my mentors because of that, because of my dedication as a student and their recognition of it. You know why? Because they see themselves in you. We, we recognize that spark. We recognize that datum, that thing in other people and say, oh, that's us. He reminds me of me four years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. So this isn't very complicated. All I can tell you is, and that you're understanding now, and you're beginning to see is, if I dedicate myself as a student, not only am I promised success, wealth, riches, recognition, but now I have access to the, like the same martial arts, the chi line, to the mentor who taught me. And the closer you get to them, guess what? The more golden nuggets and special information you get that all of you are wondering, oh, how do I get the, the golden nuggets, the secrets? Well, you gotta get close to your mentors. There really is no secret, but there's a certain level of information that you're only gonna get by getting close to them. There's shit that, I, I've gone to seminars where I've paid thousands of dollars and I've gotten some good information, but maybe there was one thing, just one thing that I got that changed everything and I said, that's it. That was worth 50 fucking thousand dollars. You wanna be the best student? Stop looking for everything for free. You wanna be the best student? Show up first, be the last one to leave. Because at the end of the day, you have to control what you can control. I can control when I show up. I can control how much I dedicate, how much I read, how much I study, how much action I take. I cannot control if I make a call and someone on the other end tells me, fuck you. Okay, hang up, next call. Hang up, next call. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Now, what I love about this is this is, for those of you who are listening who are men, this is the manifestation of male energy. You want to be more successful, you want to be more attractive to the world, not just the opposite sex, but to the world, then get some of this, connect with some of this. Go out and hunt, go out and, and claim what's yours, build your empire, do that. Stop worrying about all the stupid shit and where you're going to club on Saturday night. Buy the fucking club in a couple years. I, I show up to a club now if I want to with better dress than the owner and with better cars for sure and better people. In most cases, not always. And maybe years ago when I met the owners and I still know them, I told them, watch man, I'm on the come up. 
don't sleep on me. I'm going to show up here in a Lamborghini one day. And then when that day came, whoa. That's what I want to do. I want to be bigger level. So not, not only do we have to have thoughts, uh, words, and, and deeds all in line, we now have to elevate all of that. I need to speak bigger and more expansive words, have bigger expansive thoughts, and have bigger expansive action. Case in point, many of you in sales will go after the little customer instead of going after the big fucking whale. Go after the whale. If you're a realtor, go after the $10 million listing and $5 million listing. Don't waste your time with 200000 because you feel like you have to pay your dues and work your way up. Swing for the fences because the only one holding yourself back is you. Okay. With that said, uh, I know I have some people on Instagram. I've seen some questions. I'll open it up. I answer a few questions on the Instagram and a few here on the, uh, the zoom call. I know we don't have too many on the zoom call, but if you guys have questions, a couple, I'll answer them. Some of you have been asking about modern success. Again, go to BrianCasella.com. go to the coaching tab, click modern success and get on it. <clears throat> tough to find a true mentor. It is, man. You know why it's tough for a lot of people to find a true mentor? Because number one, they don't have any value to give them. And two, they want everything for free. I've paid for most of my mentors except for one. I've paid for all of them. Paid without any complaints. Yet I have people messaging me every day for me to mentor them for free. Even if I wanted to, I don't have the time. Hassan, I don't know if you asked a question like that before, dude. Usually if somebody helps me on a deal, bro, most people are going to go 50, 50 dude. Most of the time, I'm just letting you know, but that has to be agreed upon before you get into the deal. This one was tough. Uh, it's nothing brother. This is just off, off the surface. I can take this topic and go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Any questions live? Any questions? We'll give it a minute. Favorite real estate book, how to develop a six figure income by Mike Ferry. There you go. I found my first mentor by setting appointments. Boom. See? Excellent, Ian. He said, given what I think is fair. <laughs> and that's up to you, brother. Doesn't matter if you're uh, an agent first. Always dapper. I think it could help you if you want to learn the real estate game. It's up to you. Books, go to my YouTube. If you're going to start into real estate, Jay, get on my YouTube and follow all the videos I made about real estate and all the playlists. Highly or Healy, I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm gonna say Highly. Uh, I, would, I would recommend EXP over all those three. How to find a great mentor, realtor to mentor me? Well, easiest option, dapper, pay for one. Or work for them for free, if you can. That's pretty much your only two options, man. At this point, I think the I want a mentor movement is getting huge, so you guys have to get more creative with how you get a mentor, right? And shit, even when I started five years ago, I was still paying for mentors, so um, you have to ask, you have to be in their face, you have to provide some sort of value, or you have to pay for them. I'm in Palmdale. Well, we're not far from you, honey. And we're still EXP. EXP is amazing. If you want, okay, Hillary, cool. If you guys want some information on why, message me and I'll send you some information about EXP. Yes, pay off your debt, Luis, 100%. Cool. All right. 
I'll end it here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for attending. If you're interested in modern success, remember, go to my website, briancasella.com. If you need any help with real estate, whether locally here in California or outside, I can hook you up and my team can too with the best agents on the planet. Message us at teambcsold.com or email us at teambcsold at gmail.com. As always, thank you for being here and we will see you all next week.